Hello and welcome to the Widener World of Sports podcast. This is episode number three. My name is Greg Spicka, the Director of Athletic Communications here at Widener University. Tonight we're joined by three of our student athletes. Sitting on my right, Kaylin Johnson, a senior on softball. Directly across from me, Gabby Nye, a junior on women's cross country and indoor and outdoor track and field. And on my left, Mike Calario, a junior on football. This episode will cover social media and the impacts of social media in the lives of student athletes. So Mike, being on football, you see how big it is in the sport. How does that make you feel as an athlete who's you know, heavily involved in it? Yeah, I mean, I think social media definitely has its good sides and its bad sides. Uh, you know, foot, a football player, um, Twitter is such a big platform. Uh, it's the best way to get recruited, honestly. You really just you follow coaches on Twitter, and um, they'll probably view your profile, go through your highlights, which you make through an app called Huddle, from all your seasons um, and all your games, and then you post that on Twitter. So usually when you follow a coach, they'll view your Twitter account, maybe go through your highlights. You pin your highlights at the top so they see it first, um, and they'll watch it, and then if they like what they see, they'll probably message you, or if you message them first, they may get back to you, tell you if they're interested or not. And honestly, it's, it's a great way to get to know coaches. Uh, a lot of the coaches throughout my recruiting, I met via Twitter. Uh, so the platform on Twitter is really big and it's really influential for athletes as they go through that recruiting process. And, you know, I think about back in the day when there wasn't social media, I think like, how did these people get recruited? How did they do that? Did they have to just go to a coach and make their own like video film by themselves? Like, I, it's just crazy to me. So having Twitter, I think we're really lucky as specifically football players that we have that easy access to coaches. All you got to do is search up their name or uh, usually on their profiles on their uh, like account, like the, sorry, the um, Widener uh, page with their um, contact information and all that. They have sometimes their Twitter account, so it's easy to just find them and access that. And um, so that's a really great way for athletes to get in contact with coaches. Yeah, definitely. I, you brought up a really interesting point with the before social yeah. media. That's kind of weird to think about. They had to, I guess, just make home videos right. and hand deliver it in person which is weird to think about i guess it's kind of cool that we have the opportunity to not have to be there in person that we can connect some more people from further distances away just because of like the technology that exists today yeah i agree with that not specifically with softball but with all sports it's definitely a platform to boost yourself boost your skills and even watch professional athletes see what they do really critique their their skill set and help you learn as an athlete but I also think on the other side of that that social media could be negative or it is negative um and with that I mean specifically on softball um there are specific rules that are set by my coach that the team knows the rules and the standards for social media and I think with that breaking those rules can kind of get you in trouble and take away from all those positive things that social media can do for you. Um, I know with my team, the rules are set, you know, post appropriate things like your social media is your, your brand and your platform and use it for all good things. Um, but not following those rules could really, could really get you. Yeah, it definitely has pros and cons. It can definitely be abused, um, in that way, but I think it can also lead to a lot of comparison between other athletes or just in general, whether you're an athlete or not. Uh, for Widener, 
or for running, there's actually a, it's not a social media, but I guess it's sort of the, something that can be equivalent, equivalent to a social media. It's called Tifers and it's essentially a running log or track and field log that every um, runner and track and field athlete in college has every single competition that they've ever performed in cross country, indoor track, outdoor track on there. And they also have all the national rankings for um, like the nationals or for conference or for the region. And my roommates and I can uh, sort of go down a rabbit hole of being on Tevers and looking at every individual person and being like, oh, what are their times? And like, just kind of like comparing yourselves constantly to other people by having that outlet of technology and having that like at our fingertips to access. Yeah, and I think it's very important that you're cautious on social media because obviously you represent yourself, you represent your family. And then on top of that, you're representing your team, you're representing your university. So what you do on social media reflects on the people around you more than you probably think. So I think it's people may lose sight of that, that you really do have to be careful because if you're not careful, it looks bad on you and it looks bad on all the people that are really close to you. Right. And with that, when you post on social media, it is public and out there forever. So it's very important that in the back of your head, you double check everything you're posting or everything that you're in that your friends could post because anyone could see it even if you don't think they could and it's and it's out there forever mm-hmm. yeah and you kind of hear that with when you're looking to get jobs um, people in that sense they can access your social media accounts even though you don't think they can they do have access to it so you really do have to be careful even if your account like on Instagram is private they find a way that they could still see it so you think you're okay and you're in the clear because your account's private you're wrong because people can still see it and you know like you said it's still out there forever oh yeah it's definitely you got to be cautious and careful what you're posting because if not then you could end your career whether it be athletic or professional as well one little thing could definitely end it and even not necessarily what you're posting but what other people are posting if you're in like their posts and they make a mistake then that can reflect back on you as well yeah, and I think another good thing with social media is that you also have access to getting better in a sense. Like as a football player, it's so easy to go on Instagram, Twitter, things of that nature and find videos of uh, workouts or, you know, how to improve mechanics, stuff like that. And you kind of watch these videos over and over again. You can use them to make yourself better. Uh, it, it would be hard without social media to do that. Like you really have to probably research and do other things other than use social media, but using social media is so easy. You can watch a YouTube video, you can go on Instagram, follow all these different accounts who promote what you're trying to do. So it's, I think social media, you know, as a football player has a really good impact on us. And another thing that you kind of touch on is the recruitment process. So I know like Widener Softball has an Instagram page, Twitter and all that. And if they have their eye on someone, they, they'll reach out. They'll know that the recruit follows on social media. They can meet players through that, kind of get connected with us, see our drills or, like, what we do for fun, kind of the team element and bond to see if they could potentially fit in with us. Yeah, definitely. And just sort of you can almost kind of get to know the mm-hmm. both the existing players can get to know the recruit before they come or the recruit can get to know the players on the team just by like looking at their social media whether it be the personal accounts or like the team accounts Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure almost every team at widener has their own 
social media um, accounts, which can be really good. It can also highlight all the like accomplishments that are happening within yeah. your sport, so that uh, recruits coming and like looking at that can see those like good things and know what they're like joining before they. It's arrive. definitely a platform to in a positive way, boost your team up, uh, help you get better and just improve all around and really like put yourself out there and try to get new people and, and broaden your horizons, not only for the sport, but like just personal connections. Like our sports are gonna take us good places and it's brought us here. And we've met so many good people, not only in person, but through social media and the recruits that have, have followed us and the pages that we have. I, yeah, I think it it's positive if you make it positive. It can have a really great impact on you if, if you let it and you do the right things on it. If you do the wrong things, it can really backfire on you. Uh, and I think it's also a good opportunity for as athletes to promote our own games, to get people to come to watch us. Uh, is there anything that you guys do with your teams to through social media to almost get more people to come and watch? Yeah, definitely. I think also like the Widener Sports account in general posting about like our meets or the other sports teams games can be really beneficial for us to promote our sport um, and like repost those about the events that are happening for us but then also for learning and becoming more in tune to what the other sports are hap like what's happening in the other sports because I know I, as a runner I'm in a season all year round I'm a fall winter and spring athlete so it can be hard to get to other games of other sports, Definitely. but having that Widener sports page that I can see like, oh look, they're winning or like they're sure. having a really great season or the, yeah. they're doing these great things um, is like really beneficial for me to feel more connected to the other athletes at Widener. Yeah, not only reaching out to recruits or potential athletes on your team, really bringing together the Widener athlete student body um, it really brings us together, like you said, like being in, in season, you're very busy and you can't maybe can't see what other sports teams are doing, but staying on social media and the Instagram and the Widener sports page, it really helps everyone come together and kind of appreciate one another. Yeah, I think it's, it's important that we all support each other. We're all college athletes. We still all get up every morning, whether it's class, lifts, meetings, practice, we all go through that. So continue to support each other is really great and the use of social media um, really kind of helps us with that I think yeah and going back to what Mike said at the beginning with like before social media existed I feel like social media is so huge for promotion of just and like every aspect that before it existed I I wonder what people did to promote their like games mm -hmm. and stuff like I guess hang up flyers right. I don't know <laughs> yeah you have yeah. to like talk to yeah. people like in person like make an announcement in your class or something yeah. I don't know well another thing too is uh, like they post all the updates in the new in the newspaper back then but now it's as simple as clicking a Twitter link mm -hmm. or an Instagram link and it takes you right to the article yeah. it says all the stats from the game uh, who won and all that stuff which is really cool and back then you had to wait till the newspaper came out to yeah. read the stats and all that so yeah or even like um I think the other sports have like all like the live streams as well. Mm -hmm. I guess that's not really a social media, but just having that option of like, oh, I can't attend this, but I can still watch it or I can still see like live results, even if it's not actually videoed, uh, which is really cool as well. And that kind of plays into like recruiting as well. Of, 
I never had a, whenever I was like looking at colleges, I never once had a coach come to one of my meets. It was all like based on like video of my meets that they had seen. And not only with like the live stream students keeping up with each other, I feel like our families too. Like a lot of students or some students are long distance and their families, it's not easy for them to come to meets or games. And with social media being so easy and at your fingertips, it's it's very easy to stay up on on your kids team your brother sister grandchild's team yeah i um studied abroad last spring so i couldn't be here for my team um but the having the live stream was amazing because even though i couldn't be there in person to like feel a part of my team i was able to watch almost every single meet and like stay up to date with how my teammates were doing and how the season was going which was really cool and like getting to text my teammates like real time being like oh my gosh you just like broke a record congratulations it was like really cool to like still get to be part of that yeah and i think it's even sports updates too like you have your phone right on you all the time you get all these updates through social media back then you had to either watch it on tv or if you missed it you had to record it and go back and watch it yeah now we have it right at our disposal just go right on our phones and we get all the sports updates whether that's for widener professional teams anything of that sort so it's it's really crazy how time has evolved yeah even also uh going back to like what mike was saying earlier with looking at like new workouts and stuff on social media it's also can be super inspiring to follow like professional athletes on instagram or whatever like social media platform um and get to see like the hard work that they're putting in and the success that they're having and just like the things that they're doing to be the athlete that they are and being like that example for us yeah and learning yeah learning by example social media really helps that because we can only we only really know so much and can teach so much new things that social media becomes so easy with learning new skills or mechanics for your sport and becoming better by example because like we said, social media is so easy and at our fingertips that you can ultimately find pretty much anything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so the two of you, and it would be Gabby and Mike, brought up a good point. And, and you see it more when you talked about professional sports. Being a D3 athlete, how does that change? How does social media change? And how does that impact you with the graphics that you see being posted by you know, the, the big D1s and how does that differ from what you see here? I mean, does that affect you individually in, in mentality kind of way or a team aspect? Like how important is, is a good post to you? I mean, it's definitely important. I think it keeps people engaged. I think when you see a good post, you know, you like it, it's, it's engaging. Uh, like, you know, I remember for football, there was always a post, you know, Widener wins, it gives the score, who we played, all that. And when I would see it after the game, I'd be like, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, all, everyone on the team's reposting it, people are putting it on Facebook, you're seeing it on Twitter. It's really cool on Instagram. And to have that, it looks cool. Like people who don't go and just follow us and they see, you know, Widener wins, it's all bold, the numbers are big. Uh, I think it's really cool. And to have that at our disposal, just like the D1 athletes, professional athletes, I think it says a lot about how important you are as an athlete, regardless of what level you're on. And so, yeah. I think it's also at the D3 level, especially Widener is not the biggest school ever. <laughs> um, being at a small school, you it's easier for the student body and athlete population to become close with one another and kind of know like, oh, that's a familiar face. Or if you see one of your friends or someone you've heard of 
posted on like their stats posted after a game it's kind of reassuring because we all have each other's backs and like a, a repost or even if you don't know them a like on that social media picture just kind of like means a lot because for d1 i feel like it's so popular that they get so many likes and attention drawn to them that like that's just kind of their lives like us i feel like me personally when a social media post is made it it just makes it all that much better because we're such yeah. a small school. Yeah, I agree. I think probably like the biggest difference between D1 social media and D3 social media is like the reach because obviously we are a really small school, so we're not going to reach as many people, but the people that we do reach are like the important people, even like like you said support, supporting other athletes um from Widener of like I don't know this person directly. I've never met them, but like, oh yeah, I'll follow them. Like, I want to keep up with their life and like see how the sport is like going for them. Or even um, this past season with our the cross country team making it to nationals, I had like five different professors from freshman year, sophomore year, from people I hadn't talked to since I had them in class, send me an email saying congratulations on like this accomplishment, all because of them seeing it via social media. And I feel like. I can't really speak for D1 athletes, but I feel like at that school, specifically with your experience, like professors reaching out, I feel like in a big school, you're kind of but a number. And the personal connections at Widener or any D, small D3 school are unbeatable. And like a post, an, a, a social media post for say a, a football game, professors are like, oh yeah, that's just, just another win. Like that's what they're supposed to do kind of thing. Yeah. I've had many times where I'd come to class on a Monday after a Saturday game and a professor would say, you know, great win. You know, I saw that you guys won. Some of them even come to the games, but if they don't come to the games, you know, everyone's pretty busy. Uh, they, they always say congratulations. That's a really great win. You guys are doing really great. Keep up the great work because they're engaged and they say like they wait for the post to come out if they're not actually watching it because some of them actually do watch it. But they'll wait for the post to come out and they're excited when they see you. They're happy talking about it like, oh, that was a really great play. You guys had a really big win. I think that's really cool. And you bring up that point where at the Division One schools, you really are just a number. And here at a smaller school, your professors know you on a personal level. When they see you, maybe you had a big, a big hit in the game and they see that on Twitter. Uh, they'll, they'll come and see you. It's like, congratulations on that hit. That was really big. Won yeah. you guys the game. At maybe a bigger school, they may not notice yeah. that or even care enough to. I feel like the athletes at other like d like big giant d1 schools are like more of like an enigma that like oh like they're a famous person mm -hmm. but like here like not even just with other athletes or our professors but with non-student athletes just student like other students they can well, i know like i feel like at d1 schools it would just be yeah they're more of a celebrity that yeah. people know who they are but not really but i feel like here it's all like we're just like one giant community even it doesn't matter if you play a sport or not we still get that overwhelming support from non-athletes yeah and i think we kind of touched again on the point from earlier that we're all really busy as athletes as students and whatever extracurricular activities we're involved in outside of sports and school so to be able to use social media to live stream to see updates on scores and the wins and losses, whatever, uh, I think that's really great because it's not easy to make all those games and support the people around you because you have enough going on. So being able to use social media to connect and see the outcome of the game and be able to talk with your friends, like, you know, that was a great win by the team is really awesome and something that 
is really great for us as a university. Yeah, I think too that it can social media can you can either take it as a positive or a negative when it comes to failures as a team or as an individual because you can let that like it's you can't it's not as easy to hide those failures when social media exists um because like it's so public but you can either take that and let it get you down or you can take that and learn from it and be like well now everyone knows that we had this failure but how are we going to move on from that that's one thing actually that the widener sports page doesn't do is post whenever a team loses um but like I understand where that's coming from, but I kind of wish that they still did because I still care. Like, even if they lose, I still care who scored, like who did something, and like who made it like close to like not like losing. I don't know. I, I that's something that well, I. I think you bring up a really great point with the failure aspect, and you know we talked about this in Wally actually the other mm-hmm. day, being able to admit to your failures, being vulnerable to it, like. I think that as athletes, you know, losing happens. You know, it's, it's part of it. And to be able to use social media and accept that it's out there that you lost or you didn't play well and being able to realize, like, okay, you know, I just need to be better and be able to be accountable. Because your stats are out there. As a football player, as a quarterback, my stats are out there. If I don't play good and anyone, if anyone wants to look at it, they can look at it and see, oh, you didn't play good. And that's out there and that's on me to know that, you know, I have to be accountable that I didn't play as well as I should have or even if I played great, it's out there and it's a really great thing. And like you said, Gabby, social media, you can take it one of two ways. Yes, it can be positive and yes, it has its negatives, but it's all about what you do with it and, and kind of how you s- support one another and watch what you post. Obviously, that's important. But if you use it as a positive outreach and outlook to not only athletes but your life and your your friends in in life then you will have good come back to you through that however if you abuse it you will also have those consequences yeah so time's ticking down and let's just wrap it up here with with the discussion but uh but gabby congrats on your successful season in cross country uh being the first team to qualify for ncaa's um, amazing accomplishment. Um, we look forward to seeing what you can do in the indoor and outdoor track and field season. Thank you. Uh, Mike will be seeing you back in the Quick Stadium soon. It's just cool. a short summer away. Yep. And then, Kaylin, your season's coming up, so we'll, we're wishing you good luck in the softball team and the successes of, of Jamie, your, your new coach. Thank you. So we'll be seeing you and the softball team back in action on March 6th as you guys head to Myrtle Beach. So happy spring break for you. <laughs> um, and then we'll see you back home in, in good old Chester on March 16th against Newman. So thanks, everybody, for joining us on episode number three. Have a good rest of the week and go Pride. Go Pride. Go Pride. Go Pride. <laughs> <laughs>